Ernie, the shell, boo. The shell, Ernie. There you go. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kekuela Jr. Show, starring Junior Kekuela Jr. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bonhey Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. Mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. Welcome to the podcast of Junior Keiko Eva Junior. Oh, bro. Okay, so a lot of stuff is going on. Uh, a lot of stuff is going on. And, uh, well, first first of all, there's, well, quarantine, right? You know? And um, and there's a lot of local stuff that's going on. A lot of people are confusing, you know, what I do for being in the entertainment community. You know, you see what I'm saying? Oh, bro, I tell you. But, you know, we, we got to start the show with gratitude first before we get to that. Okay, so we'd like to thank the people of the Netherlands, Ireland, United Kingdom, Canada, Ghana, Poland, South Africa, Israel, and Germany. Okay, so a lot of these, bro, a lot of these people. 78% of our listeners come from Apple. We'd like to mahalo you guys with iPhones. And then Anchor is 8%, Spotify is 7%. And uh, it kind of goes down from there, kind of, you know, trickle down, kind of, kind. And then uh, our age groups, bro, the heaviest demographics, right, is uh, 35 to 59, okay? Uh, normally on the radio, we would be 35 to 54, but yeah, small kind different with this kind, a little bit different. But the thing, you know, the good part about this, and then and then uh, males is 63%, females 36%, okay, so all the boys are uh, listening. Anyway, but but the thing the thing that was different about radio is that you gotta wait, right? You gotta wait for the stats to come out. Right now, we can see that we've been we've been heard all over the world. And, well, not all over, but in those countries, right? And then, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a trip because pretty soon, you know, it's gonna be different, you know, different parts of the world. They're gonna tune in, and um, so so we have clients now in Canada, West Virginia, Florida. Uh, Washington State, Washington State, not Washington D.C., but Washington State. Where we get clients like all over the United States. We got one in Colorado. Uh, we got one in Wisconsin. Well, you know, so so this is life coaching stuff, right? So they asked me, Junior, how come you do the comedy stuff like, you know, on on a podcast and like you're real serious on the YouTube and you're real serious on the, the other platforms? And I said, well, because this is cheaper than therapy. Oh, I <laughs> it's cheaper than therapy, bro. I just, bro, I just, I, I come on here and I, I do my comedy stuff. See, I used to do comedy stuff on the radio. See, now now we're going to lean back into the entertainment side of stuff. But the guys on the radio, see, they they were they were really, uh, they just used me for, you know, the, the comedy part, right? And they would kick me out for the other part. They were very careful in not allowing me to do too much. Let's put it that way. And, you know, this, bro, this is, it, it's that way with everything. You know, some guys will hire you for a certain thing. And then when you like do something else about it, they will not let you do that. So the radio station guys never really, uh, one time they gave me on full, full time, one time. 
And I worked with this guy that didn't know how to use me, right? So, and it, he was, I, I think he was just all about him. You know, you normally in radio, that's how it is, right? You know, I work with Augie T on Augie T show, and Augie had his own way of doing his show, right? So when I work with this other guy, right, he, he this was full time. I think it was, that was my, my only full time morning gig that I was hired for, you know, full time and got full time pay and, and everything. But then the, the guy, so, so they put me on this show. They put me, the guy that ad libs and does all this comedy stuff. They put me with this other guy and this girl. And then they said, okay, you, you guys can only talk three times an hour. <laughs> so, and then when we was talking at three times an hour, the other guy, you know, was saying, well, I don't know if you've ever been to Spain, but in Spain they do this. I mean, the guy is a world traveler. Okay. Uh, he's, he's traveling all around the world. See, I got more important things to do. Uh, with my life and and it involves developing other people's lives and to me that's more important than going gallivanting all over the globe anyway so i mean so so that that's what happened right so i was actually hired one time for like nine months and we did uh <coughs> we did a radio show and and but we could only talk to so that so you know it's like you can't bro you can't have it both ways you can't have everything okay unless Hines, you're doing on podcasts so a lot of guys, you know, they confuse my wedding and party business for me being in the entertainment world. Okay, they they are, and they also thought I was full time on the radio. They thought I was always there because they saw the guy who was on the radio would always do an impression of me, right? I guess I don't know. Maybe he liked my stuff, or you know, because because the other guys on the radio said he's not your friend, he don't like you, and I'm like, really? Well, he's doing impressions of me all over, and then. When he left that station and he got hired by the other radio station, he kept doing impressions of me. So actually, I was off the radio, like before I went uh, as a guest on Augie's show, but I was off the radio for like a couple years and people was telling me, oh, bro, we heard you on the radio this morning. And I said, no, that, that wasn't me, that was Greg. And, and you know, after, so after a while, I was tired explaining myself already, right? And so, so they would they would come up to me, bro. Where'd you on the radio this morning? I would just tell them, hey, Mahalo, bro, and I would shake their hand, okay? Because this guy was doing me like every morning, and he was using the name Junior, and, and so somebody wrote on my Facebook. They said, hey, get two minute Junior, can't go have a genius, okay? Which led me to the you know thing with Augie and the story that that I told before on a podcast. Augie said, bro, you gotta do a podcast. And I'm like, podcast? He's like, yeah, bro, just do the podcast. So here I am, Hawaiians. Bam, we're doing a podcast. Okay, so so in the entertainment world, right, see what happened was because of the fame and uh, whatever, notoriety, I don't care what you call it, popularity. I think popularity is a better name because I don't know anybody locally that's famous except Bruno Mars and, well, he's, he's not doing it from here. You see what I'm doing? You see what I'm saying? He's in LA, he's in LA. He's doing the Hollywood thing. Okay. And then, of course, there's all these things we find out about Hollywood and sacrifices. And, and you, you know what happened to Bruno's family, right? There was a huge sacrifice in his family. So I'm just saying that we see these things, you know, and I'm like, wow, the beauty and the blessing of my life was, you know, you know how the Christians say that, you can be in the world, but not of the world. Well, you know what? I was on the radio show and not of the radio show. You see what I'm saying? And and in the beginning, right? The way I went look at them, in the, I was salty, bro. Because they was making me any kind. 
and they just let me come in for the ca- for feeling. And then when I wasn't there, they would slap my head, you know, over the radio. But, you know, they didn't do all this kind of stuff. And they was making me any kind, right? But I didn't see the beautiful part about it until, <laughs> until well, certain things happened, right? So this guy fooled around and his wife. Then the wife made him quit. And then he had to do all kind of stuff, right? And then... When, when all this was going down, right, and then he had to go church, and then the guys on the radio station were saying, bro, you know that's not really him. You know he's only going to church because that's all he can do right now. And I'm like, what? And so these guys, you know, I would catch all the, you know, the, the gossip from both sides of the fence, right? And then I, I used to work out down a gym, the same gym as this guy, and he used to talk to me at the gym, and he used to tell me, well, you know those guys are bullies, right? And I go, well, yeah, I kind of see that too. So I was like floating between these two different sides, right? And and these guys on the on the radio side were salty with that guy, that guy was salty with that. Bro, this thing was going back and forth. So, so when out of the popularity of the radio show, right? I built this wedding and party business, right? It was called the Junior Keiko Ever Junior Roadshow. You guys, if you guys Google my name, you will see it. It's the first thing that pops up, jrkjr.com, right? We've been putting on my license plate for a while till my niece saw them. And you know how kids, right? They see through everything. They see everything, right? She goes, she goes, uncle, do you know that your license plate says jerk junior? And, and I was like, I was like, yes, baby. I know. But it's actually the website, J-R-K-J-R. So J-R-K-J-R, right? Jerk Jr., right? So, so right? anyway, so that's what happened, always, right? So my life is just one big cartoon, right? So so that happened. And then this, so we built this business, right? And when I say we, I say me and my business partner. And he, he died uh, four years ago. July will be five years. And he died four years ago, but we built this thing from the ground floor, right? We built them. I was the original roadie, right? Eventually, we hired somebody, right? When we, we had a lot of parties to do, we overpaid, brother. Because, you know, bro, we passed it around in our company. You know, I, I know this other guy, right? And he has a sound company and everybody hires him. He treats this, I mean, he acts like a boss, like a boss boss, like bossing around kind of boss. And he bosses these other two guys. And I'm like, wow, I never saw anything like that, right? Because if I was those guys, I don't know how much they need money, but if I was those guys, I'll tell them, bro, you know what? You can kiss my rings goodbye because I'm out of here, right? That's the way he was talking to these guys. He did a couple of jobs for me, right? And and after that, I oh, man, I felt bad for those guys because I never did boss any of my people around i have the highest amount of respect for the people that work for me and and i got about 79 people right now working for me you know and they work for me online and we have good relationships with all of them i never i never have to boss any of them around never and but this guy i don't know maybe maybe i don't poor childhood or something maybe maybe people was bossing him in his childhood and he was saying to himself one day i am going to be the boss right <laughs> you know so anyway i don't know what his cheap is but i'm like okay whatever we never hired him again it was just it was just disgraceful really and so so anyway so we built this wedding and party business right and then, and so, so people think that I was a part of the entertainment industry. 
and they think that because they see me all over. So we went on TV, we went on radio, we we did everything. We went on TV shows. The brothers was nice enough to have me on the TV show. And I know you guys in Israel right now listening. Okay, who is the brothers? Okay, the brothers. These are guys. They had a TV show on on a local cable network over here. And bro, they, they were heavy duty. They were heavy duty. For you local people listening, you guys know who I'm talking about. Okay, Tony and James, and they helped me. James Roche and and uh, Tony Silva. I gotta tell you guys right now, you local guys listening right now. There's a few of you guys, and uh, and we know because we know where you guys mostly in Kahului and Honolulu. So we we know where you guys listening from. We've seen the stats. Mahalo, thank you very much. But local people put me where I am today. Guarantee, Garen's ball barons, no two ways about it. But I tell you, okay, Tony and James, bro, they helped me because see, I was just a voice on the radio, right? And what we did was, you know, Tony would invite me on a show. I went on a show. And what we did was we laid out the whole story that that people were hearing on the radio. Because it was a story. Uh, In the beginning, we did make up the whole, you know, the whole thing, right? The whole storyline. We had a storyline. And what I did was I repeated that storyline on the TV show. Now, when you saw them and then you heard them and everything matched, right? And that's what you call marketing, okay? And then that that's when everything took off. So we got to mahalo Tony and, and James, right? We want to mahalo them. Uh, they did a lot for us. In fact, they had me on uh, a few times on the TV show. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of guys, right? A lot of guys locally, and, and I know this, this happens all over the world, right? When somebody has something or somebody's doing good, or what, they don't always help the underdog. You know, the small guy, right? Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case with them. And there's a few people in my life, <clears throat> and I, I can tell you who they are, like right off the top of my head. Okay, so there was Rory Wilde. He helped me on the radio. Now, Rory was in a position where he, he was a very confident uh, guy with his position, and he helped a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people, not just me. And then there's guys like Cutmaster Spaz. Cutmaster Spaz hired, he, he, he hired plenty, I mean, local guys. He supported local. He brought plenty of kids on his show, and those kids went on to do great things. And Cutmaster Spaz put me on his show, so I was part of his show. So he's one of the guys, right? I mean, there's totally a lot of guys that pitched in and helped, and and uh, and they saw the value, right? So they, they go for the value. So, so this is a thing, right? So people thought that I was in the entertainment industry. And uh, no. <laughs> I was a businessman. That's all I was. That's all I, you know, but my dream, right? My dream was to get into the entertainment industry. Now, my timing was a little off because, you know, if my timing was a little better, I could have got in with, you know, with the guys that I, that I started hanging out with when I was 17. And, and that was just, gone by the time that that I was on the scene it was gone okay but then it was you know it was shown to me down the road as being a blessing right say bro you lucky you never have to do that bro you you had a contract you would have to go you know you would have to fly to Japan you would have to fly all around the mainland just to just to work to get the money to pay these guys off right you know so so yeah oh bro let me tell you mm-hmm. so Sorry, I, I, every once in a while, I got to take on sip. I got to take on heat every once in a while. So, so anyway, so that happened, right? But people thought I was in an entertainment business. Now, this is when marketing is really effective. Now, you know you're doing good marketing, right? When people think one thing, right? And 
And whatever it is that you're showing them, that you're projecting to them, is that thing that, right? So that's marketing. Okay, you want them to think a certain thing, whatever, boom, there you go. So we were successful in making people think we were in the entertainment industry, but we weren't. Right, so lately, lately, right, and we saw right through these entertainment industry people. There were people that started out as journalists, right? They started out, you know, as a TV reporter, whatever, and then they they wanted to get buddy buddy with all these entertainers, right? I guess maybe because they like talented people, or they saw the value in getting behind these talented people, right? And then publicizing, right? So they were using these talented people, you know, for their own means. And meanwhile, the talented guys was like, yeah, we like be on a show, that that would help us too. So it was kind of a win-win in that respect, right? And so the same guys, if you look in Hawaii, right? It's the same people. It's like a regurgitation of the gurgitations, bro. I mean, really. So the same guys, right? They get used no matter. They, they, they get, they go through it. So this, this is conduit thing that I explained on other podcasts, right? So the money, the drugs, everything goes through these guys, like on circle. Okay. So the money go in, the money get used for drugs, the drugs go in, the, you know, to the entertainer guy, right? Or what girl, whatever. And it, okay. Then rehab happens. So then there's this long stretch where you don't hear about these guys, okay? Cause they, they're not in the, the shape that, that you would expect them to be, right? Because they're all whacked out on drugs, right? Okay, now they got to recuperate. They got to recover. And it's a long road back, okay? Then they come back and all of a sudden they're a spokesperson for this group. All of a sudden people want to sign them up for that group. Now they, some of them right now, they kupuna status, you know. But they saw all these kids, right? And they, they don't know the middle part of them. But because they was part of the Ohana in the beginning, they still kind of sort of Ohana-ish, right? They kind of they kind of come off an old school, right? You know, because they was popular like maybe 10, 20 years ago. Now they're coming off as, you know, as authorities on this, that, and the other thing. And, and it just, bah, it cracks us up. It cracks us up even till now. It does. Because, see, here's the thing, right? If you guys knew the backstory, if you guys knew that these guys was drug addicts, and if you guys knew that all this stuff happened to these guys, right? And they were selling drugs, and, they, and now they're saying, praise Jesus, praise the Lord, praise God, right? You know, and that's all possible, that's all good, and that's all fine. Okay, but you gotta look at the roots of the tree because see, Hines, it it's that the law of attraction says that okay, things will be attracted to who you are, okay, not what you want. So these guys, right? These, and look at turn around and look at the friends, look at the people surrounding these guys. It's the same guys. It's the same people. You know, only now, right? Only now, the, these guys who started out as drug dealers, oh, they have. They have legitimate businesses now. They're businessmen. Well, of course they're businessmen because they made the capital in, in the, right? <laughs> Selling drugs. And then they turn, oh, okay, now, now we have a, now we have a company that makes things you can eat. And now we have a company that does, uh, you know, hey, we're making all kinds of stuff, right? <laughs> we're making snacks now with, with all these machinery we bought from drug sales, right? So they, they turn them legit. And you know what? Some of the biggest companies in the world is like that. Bacardi Rum, right? These guys started out illegal. Go read the history. Go check them out. Plenty guys, right? They start illegal. They turn and then they put... But my, my point is, right? They never get away from who they are. You see what I mean? 
they, unless they're really working on themselves, they never get away from who they are. They could put a brand new label on it, right? So we discuss in other podcasts, right? Church is the new syndicate, right? Because it's a nonprofit. You can run all the money to there. Everybody gets paid. Everybody, right? So and not saying church is bad. I'm saying that I've seen these churches pop up where these guys are the same guys that was in organized crime 25, 30 years ago. Okay, and now, you know, is it a coincidence that they're all in church? I mean, they're all, you know, but there's only there's only two churches that these guys are part of. I'm not, I'm not talking about neighborhood churches. I'm talking about industrial churches. I'm talking about trip powerful churches, right? Okay, they don't scare me, Hines. They do not scare me in the least. Okay, but I'm just, I'm just telling you like it is, right? Because we was there. We was there 30 years ago. We was there before the church started, right? And then, and then pretty soon somebody got the idea, like, hey, you know what? Why don't we just, why don't we just start one church? It's nonprofit for crying out loud, right? And then, then they go ahead and they, you know, get everybody together and, you know, and then they put on different front men. You know, before in the old days, they had front men. You know what a front man is? Okay, so the front man, right, is the guy that goes in the front. Okay, he's the guy that everybody sees, right? So so sometimes he was the entertainer on a show. Sometimes he was a spokesperson for a company. So, okay, that's the front man. Okay, now he's the, he's the, he's the visual of the company, the representative, right? Okay, he's not the guy that owns the company. He's not the guy putting up money for the company. That's the guys behind the scenes, okay? Now, when you know the guys behind the scenes, that's a whole different story. Now, you start looking behind the scenes, and you see the roots of these these guys, right? And you go, oh, okay, well, if the roots is bad, guess what? The whole damn tree is bad. The fruit is bad. The, the leaves, everything is bad, okay? Because you got to look at the roots. And people do not look at the roots. I mean, look at government. Are you guys looking at the roots? Or are you guys just looking at CNN and Fox News? And, well, what are you guys looking at? See, that's what I'm saying. So a lot of people, right, the roots of what I was doing, the roots of what we were doing, okay? So my business partner and I, the roots of what we were doing was not rooted in the entertainment industry. You know, like, like for example, Dada Day, right? So Willie K passed away. And Willie K was in the, in the entertainment industry. He was a household name. I mean, every household, you go in the house, you, I, excuse me, do you know Willie K? And, and people say, yeah, yeah, we know Willie K. We see, see his albums and the kind. Yeah, we know Willie K. So Willie K passed away. He had a long bout with, uh, lung cancer, right? Now people was asking me about my opinion of Willie K. And I said, well, I, I have no, I, I don't know Willie K. I had one experience with Willie K, right? And he snobbed me in the hallway of the radio station. <clears throat> and I was I was popular at that time, you know, and I was I don't know what it was, if he was having a bad day. So so what happened was, right? So this is the Willie K story. So as far as I know Willie K, right? This this is all I know. And so I don't know, maybe he was having a bad day, maybe he was grumpy. I don't know what I don't know what happened. But I, I, he was on gas on one show. Right, and the two studios, you know, at at the place that I worked at was right next to each other. So you go through one door on the right, you end up at Island ninety eight point five. You go through one door on the left, you end up at Hot ninety three nine. And at the time, I was on Hot ninety three nine. So I was, I went to the bathroom. I came back from the bathroom, and here I seen Willie K. 
And Willie K was just, you know, he was going to the studio, right? And he, he, I guess he, you know, went somewhere and he was coming back. He was coming back to the studio and I said, hey, Willie, how's it? And he turned around and he looked at me and then he turned around again and walked right in the studio. Not, no acknowledgement, not just looked at me with a blank stare and turned around. I don't know if he thought he saw a ghost. I don't know what Willie K thought, right? And it was none of my business because what he, you guys got to remember this. What other people think about you, Hawaiians, is none of your business. So it was none of my business. So I went in and I told the guys that I worked with on the radio, right? Now, the guys I worked with on the radio thought that that was really not a nice thing, right? Mm-hmm. So what did they do? They started telling the story live on the radio, Okay. And they started to, you know, so they started saying, they started saying, well, you know, Junior was just walking down the hall and, and there was his idol, Willie K. And, and I got to tell you, I did, up until that day, I did idolize Willie K because I seen him at one. I saw him at the guy, what, what is that, uh, that guy, B.B. King, the jazz guitarist, B.B. King. I went to the, the concert, right? And um, I only got to stay for half of the concert because the girl that, you know, I was with, she got bored and she wanted to go home and honey. And so I said, okay, so we went home and we honey. Uh, but, but that, that was a, that was the side story. That was a side, that's true. That was a side story. Anyway, so we was at Willie K concert, right? But before BB King came out, Willie K opened for BB King. And I saw him do something so miraculous. Bro, it was miraculous. He did We Are the World, right? Like, cause I do voices, right? I never know Willie did voices, right? The only thing I do that Willie K couldn't do or didn't do was ventriloquism. That's, that's all I know. Everything else he did and he did them, he did them way better than me in, in my, in my, uh, in my judgment, right? But then, you know, I don't really go judging myself or, or other people, but I'm just saying, I, I thought he was better. I thought he was better at, at everything. Uh, that, you know, the only thing, like I said, you, and you couldn't put Willie in a tuxedo and put him on a, you know, it's just a different deal, right? So, so Willie went, went back in the studio. So the guy on my side, the lead guy, okay, started saying like, wow, he got this by Willie K. But, you know, we, we got him on a, the guy, we recorded him. It's up on YouTube, right? And he goes, wow, you know, it's Willie K and he just did some like Now people started calling the radio station, right? And they started telling, like, they started telling their experience with Willie K. <clears throat> One guy said, hey, we was on the, we was on the plane, but coming back from Mary Monarch, and we seen Willie. And we said, how's it to him? Bro, he did the same thing to us, bro. But he was cocky. He was, you know, whatever, right? And then the other guy's calling, because, yeah, you know, Willie wanted to fight with us one time, because we just told him, how's it? And we were just being friendly, and we was telling him how much we like his talent, and he, he wanted to fight with us. I'm like, what? So we had like this whole, and it lasted for about 45 minutes on the radio. People calling in. And so the overall thing that we learned or that I learned from sitting there, from other people's experience with Willie K, is that basically, that's really who he was. I mean, you know, he, so he, he dissed me, but he dissed a lot of people, right? And you know, here's the thing, right? I'm not judging, really. I mean, that's who he was. That's who he was. If he was unhappy inside, he was unhappy, you know? I'm a happy guy, bro. I, I go around, I, you know, and people always see me, right? They see me in public and they go, hey, Junior, bro, I stop. And you know why I stop, Hawaiians? The reason I stop is because if it wasn't for those guys that tell me how's it, if it wasn't for those guys who go, hey, Junior, right? 
And if I just like raise my head to them or, you know, acknowledge like, hey, what's up? You know, that's one thing, right? But I'm grateful. I'm a little bit different in my, in how I recognize the general public because it's the general public that put me in a position I'm in as far as popularity. You see what I'm saying? Without people, I don't care what, but if you're an entertainer, if you're a radio guy, if you're a TV guy, if you're, without people, you're nothing. Okay, just this is my my opinion. Okay, you're nothing. Okay, and and so it's these people that you gotta that you gotta acknowledge. It's these people you gotta aloha. It's these people you gotta take care. Of. I mean, you know, whatever you can. You see what I'm saying? You know, people ask me for money. Like, hey, but you get down like if it's a local kid, yeah, I give them. If it's these guys that you know come down from the mainland. You know, and then they end up on our welfare rolls and kind. Okay, okay, I might think twice about that. But if it's local people, Gary's more barons right there. Boom, there you go. You see what I'm saying, Hawaiians? So, so I don't know what whatever, but what I learned in 45 minutes, right, was that this was just who really K was. He was that guy. Now other guys get different experience, right? There's a whole when he died, right? All these guys came on and said, "Hey, why we we had good fun with Willie. Willie was good fun." Okay, well, right on. But I'm just saying that was my experience, and maybe because you know the the lead guy on the radio station I was working, maybe because he told a story about what happened. Maybe that's the only kind of stories attracted. That's the law of attraction. Where you place your focus. And the focus was Willie K snobbed me in the hallway. Then we got a whole bunch of stories. You know, Willie K snobbed them. Willie K wanted to fight with them. So I think what happened was we attracted the negative stories. So now Willie K comes down with cancer. Poor thing. You know, I really, I, I put up on his website. I, you know, I said, God bless you, Willie, right? Never got a response. I don't care. You know, I, I wished him well, in other words, right? But then there were a few days ago when he passed away and, you know, everybody was chiming in and had something good to say about Willie. I did not have any good thing to say about Willie other than he was talented, right? Because I never had a good experience with Willie. I had that one experience and that experience was like, it just went in a toilet, right? So, so I'm like, okay, he snobbed me. All right, I, I get, you know, I, I, I really didn't care. You know, but the guys on the radio, right? They spread this thing around, like you know. So till today, people are like, "Bro, you remember the time Willie K went snobby?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, so these guys came and they 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 messaged me on Facebook and they asked me for a quote about Willie K, and I had to tell them, I, you know, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm not really in the entertainment world uh, industry. I, I own the wedding and party business, so we did our own show. And when we went to Waikiki, we weren't working for anybody. We, we paid the 11 grand for our show ourselves. And, and that was just a goal. That was just something we wanted to do in life, so we did it. And I, I'm sorry, I, you know. And, and there's an old expression. It says, if you don't have anything good to say about anybody, right? No say nothing. So anyway, that was the story. And I had to tell this person, you know, God bless her soul. She was trying to get, you know, good quotes out of everybody and, and you know, people that were popular and whatever. And I said, I, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I have nothing good to say about Willie K. You know, not that I have anything bad to say about Willie, but that's just what happened. He just, he snubbed me in the hallway. Maybe his brother was having a bad day. I don't know. I don't even know if he knew who I was. I mean, I really, I, you know, because I was on the radio now. There's a difference. You know, when people show up at a studio, 
a lot of people don't know that I'm junior unless I open my mouth and talk like junior. Right? If I use my real voice, right? You know, and and people are like, well, you know, they they don't know. So maybe he didn't know, you know. But the fact that all those guys <laughs> for 45 minutes, people is calling the radio station because we were on the second most popular radio station in Hawaii. And for 45 minutes, people call in and told the negative stories. And so, I mean, you know, and and uh, I, it, it's just the reason I think that happened is because we shared a negative story. So the, the takeaway from this podcast, Hawaiians, okay, is like attracts like. You put out negative, you can get negative back. And just so, and it wasn't me, I did not put out the story about that. I told the boys in the studio what happened. They put out the story. Then we got a flood of negativity for about 45 minutes. And it all involved their experience with Willie K. And, it, you know, and, and uh, I think, I think uh, Kelly Boy Dilema is a, is a local celebrity, right? For you guys in the Netherlands, uh, you can go online and buy this guy's music, Capena. Look for Capena, K-A-P-E-N-A, Capena. And, and you can download their music. Anywhere in the world, you guys can get this, okay? But, but this guy said it best. He, he said, he said something about let, letting him rest in peace with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, and I thought that was such a nice thing for him to say. You know, and, and I wish really well. And I don't know if he believed in Jesus Christ. You know, if he did, then I hope he rests in peace with Jesus Christ. If he, you know, believed in, I don't know what he believed in, whatever. I, I didn't know the man. You see what I'm saying? But I hope he's good. Where if there if there is an afterlife, I hope he's having good fun. I hope he's playing music. He was an awesome talent. To me, he was Hawaii's most talented man. Uh, a lot of people say that about me. Yeah, uh, I don't think about myself that way. But uh, I did think that Willie K was Hawaii's most talented man. Uh, it was just too bad. I, I never got to like have a good experience with him or or sit down and and play music with him. I mean, you know. But like I said. I wasn't in the entertainment industry. They wouldn't let me in. And that's just how it is. Because there's gatekeepers for everything. And if the gatekeeper don't let you in, if you're not part of the clique, I'm like, oh, sorry, I got to go. But yeah, if you're not part of the clique, then yeah, you, you got to be on the outside. I'd rather be a businessman because, well, a lot of entertainers right now, uh, they're out there looking for gigs that ain't available and. I wish them well too Because I love some of them guys I love talented people I train them at my school all the time Hey, so we gotta thank Ireland Club and Spa Brother Randy, Sister Jerry We gotta thank uh, Voice Master Enterprises Family of Service Companies And we gotta thank AFM Hawaii Music Featuring the music of Darren Chinen It is available on iTunes Go up there and, and click on that button and purchase his album, Darren Chinen. He's making pop music right here in Hawaii. Hey, till next time, I'm Junior Kegel Weber Junior. Mahalo, aloha.